Welcome back to another episode of the Loyalist Podcast. Uh, this time we have another special guest with us, Chief from Barstool. Welcome back, man. Good, good to be back. I feel, what was the last time? Like three weeks ago? It was a month ago, okay. um, just over. Uh, but it's, it's it's quick. But you know, Arsenal are playing Forest, and it's been a month in the Nuno experience. So we wanted to see how you're doing. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to be back. I like talking to you guys last time, and yeah, big one tomorrow, City Ground this time, um, and hopefully, fingers crossed, we got some reinforcements coming. Uh, Alanga's training today. Morgan Gibbs White played uh, the second half against Bristol City in the FA Cup. Taiwo's on the pitch. Felipe might be playing, which they they Forrest stinks in the air. That's probably my biggest concern. Um, Going into the game against Arsenal is a set piece defenses, so we, we get some some help there potentially. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm I was very pessimistic uh, probably yesterday, and when I saw the news today that uh, it's at least possible that that some of those guys are back because they've been training for a couple of sessions, then it's like all right, let's go city ground, make it a fortress, get them on the counter attack, and uh, you know pipe in a few goals. Arsenal have had trouble beating. Forest at City Ground in years of late. It is um, a fortress. Let's not forget that <laughs> FA Cup, your championship side, smoked your ass. Not wrong. Yeah. Um, well, how do you feel about the Nuno experience? It's been a month. Um, so I'll throw away the Bournemouth game that happened right after we talked. Mm-hmm. A result against Newcastle at St. James Park is a big deal. Uh, obviously, the United result is huge. And then you kind of got fucked by the Tony resurgence of Brentford, but we had Forrest in that game, and I thought you guys had a lot of bright spots. Yeah, I, again, like that's the Tony thing. It's also like, yes, that's it seems like that was something that should be able to be reviewed by VAR. I guess it's not in the rules, but it feels like that's something that maybe they should fix for next year. Um, but there's there's blame, plenty of blame to go around on that too. It looked like Yates turned around and told Turner what was happening. I don't know what uh, Hudson Adoy was doing on that play either. He was just like, here, shoot it here, right through this window. Like I don't know why he wasn't on the edge of the wall. Whatever. Um, but yeah, overall, overall positive. You know, we we do have the uh, FFP thing looming, so points matter. Um, and when you're, you know, if they have if they have a big reduction comes down this year that that's that's a huge problem for Forrest because they're kind of in that relegation fight as it is uh but I am optimistic they're 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 scoring goals with Nuno that's for sure they're over two goals a game uh since he came in uh it seems like they're you know there's some tactical things too where they were playing a 4-3-3 now they kind of have two sitters uh defensive midfielders and they're just letting their their guys go uh, up front on the counter. So Morgan's playing in the middle. That seems to be working better. Chris Wood has been tremendous uh, up top. So it, I, I I like the idea of, you know, because Taiwo, I don't know if he'll be on the bench or available or what, but if I were Arsenal and I'm battling Chris Wood, the physicality of him up top for 70 minutes, and then in comes Taiwo for the last 20 to 30, you're not gonna want. You're not gonna want any part of that. I promise, because he he's got all the physicality of Wood, but he's got you know afterburners for speed too. So I think there could be some uh, some some help late. And uh, yeah, I've liked. I've oh, to answer your question though. I like I like what we've seen 
especially, you know, they got decimated by AFCON, all those guys, Sangare, Aurier, they, they lost, I think, six players to AFCON, uh, Niakate, more than any team in the Premier League. And then the injuries have been biting them too. So given all those, you know, the changes, the injuries, the absentees for international duty, it's hard to be anything but positive about uh, Nuno so far. So in that game in particular, like we we had Forrest, we we really liked them in that spot. And it's funny, like when the last time we talked to you, we were really feeling ourselves about Arsenal. They were kind of hitting their stride and Forrest were the exact opposite. Mm -hmm. Uh, From the point we had you on, it was an exact like switcheroo because Arsenal kind of started to shit themselves, not couldn't find themselves offensively for a while. Uh, And then Forrest just kind of exploded, being able to bang goals. Um, Chris Wood in particular, like he's having a resurgence in a way that, you know, we just talked about him just kind of like, you know, doesn't bring enough to the table. Um, So that's been just fascinating to me. Uh, Matt Turner, though, I mean, it, it like that Tony goal, it sucks. It absolutely should be reviewed. But like anytime you play keeper, you check your wall before the free kick happens. And like he checks it and just turns around and is blissfully unaware, like, I'm pretty sure Force just brought someone in uh, to compete with him. Like he's got to get sat down, I imagine, at some point, right? What, today they did. I mean, I've been busy in the afternoon, but I'm pretty sure they they have someone. Fabrizio was talking about them bringing in a keeper. Um, yes, yeah, so that's that's been the. Um, um, I'm trying to pull it up now. So they they signed Vlacodimos uh, in in August. Mm-hmm. And he's been a disaster. So he's he's the Greece uh, the Greece number one uh, international goalie. He came in from the Portuguese league champions, you know, playing Champions League. But he's been horrible. Um, so they go back to Turner and Turner, like as a shot stopper, as you guys know from the national team, it's pretty good. Yeah, but ball at his feet, it's a nightmare, and mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like that's getting better. But you know, I guess your primary job is to to stop shots and that Tony goal was a disaster, like we said, but when it comes to just keeping the, keeping the ball out and stopping shots, he is pretty good. So he's the best option, but yeah, you're right. I hope, I hope they do bring someone else in because you can't be like giving up free ones and, and Turner gives up free ones because, he and he just, you know, he boots the ball out of bounds. And it's like, when, when you're a team towards the bottom, it's like you, you can't afford to give away goals like that. So, uh, yeah, so I hope they do find somebody. I, I like Matt Turner. He seems like a good dude. Um, but, you know, like my, my forest run uh, as a fan of goalkeepers is Brees Samba, who has become a stud since leaving playing in France. He was great here, too. He's a big part of that promotion uh, team. Then they had Dean Henderson, who I think is great. I think he's struggling a little bit for Crystal Palace right now, but very, very good. Light years ahead of Turner. And then he got hurt last year, and they went out and got uh, Kaylor Navis. You know, I don't know if there even is a soccer hall of fame, but he'd be in it. So uh, he's he's tremendous. So to go from those three guys to what they have now is like Jesus. Like they they got to find something else. So I know they've been linked to. I think I've seen three different names. You know, in the month of January, um, but. We'll see if they actually are able to get something over the line here because they do have those, you know, the financial concerns. And then, you know, they still have Ethan Horvath is under contract with the team. Uh, Wayne Hennessy, you know, it's like how many 
how many times can you miss on a goalie signing? Uh, so they're going to have like six guys by the end of this window, hopefully, you know, which is, <laughs> which is crazy. So, uh, yeah, so I hope, I hope Turner, you know, he's not going to figure out how to kick a ball, but they, they got to come up with a way where like, he almost doesn't have to like, right. just, we don't need you to play out from the back. I know that's what everybody wants these days, but just fucking bang it up there and let Chris Wood muscle his way and, you know, and win a second ball. And, and that's better than turnovers in your, in your final third. I was about to say that same thing. I mean, Chris Wood, like what he definitely does bring is physicality at that center back position. Um, so yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah. So our producer just got in my ear. It's um, Peter Gulaxi from RB Leipzig, a Hungarian, uh, as reported by Fabrizio and then Goal.com. Sounds um, great. Bring him in. <laughs> okay. I mean, RB Leipzig, I have no idea. I know nothing about the guy, but traditionally a good place to buy yep. a player from. And it's one of those things, like I, I watch other soccer podcasts, you know, like out of England and stuff, and they're like, nobody know, like nobody knows anything for the other weeks. You know, so it's just like, let's let's get another guy. Let's hope he's good. And that's kind of where Forrest is with, with the goaltending situation. So stinks, but what are you going to do? So uh, I hope they're able to move some of these guys out. Maybe they can get uh, Vokadamos over to Olympiacos, where Marinakis is the owner. Uh, he's, he's a Greek guy himself. The owner's a Greek guy. So if he, and he owns Olympiaco, so just transfer him over, balance the budget a little bit, be like, you are not come out, cut out for the premier league. Why don't you go home? We'll pay you a little bit extra. Be done with it. So after that string of two solid games, obviously it's two, oh, and two, right. Uh, in his tenure, yeah. technically, um, unfortunately palace has been playing a little better. Uh, Everton haven't been getting the results, but they still look good. Yeah, you guys are still kind of like dealing with the same type of situation as you were last time. Are you any more or less confident? I am. I would say more confident um, because the goals are there, and they've been able to get some results and some good performances, even in the games where they they didn't get points with such a depleted team. Like they they were playing a you know the um, like a 19-year-old Costa Rican who had to come off the bench. So, you know, you lose six guys to AFCON, and then you, you know, you lose your your top three, you know, attackers were out because Morgan Gibbs-White missed uh, a couple of games. Um, Taiwo's been out for, God, I don't know, six weeks, two months now. He had surgery. Elanga's been out. So, like, when you, rem- like, when you have those guys, if you have your full – uh, arsenal uh, of weapons for Nuno. And then you get Sangari back as like a, a premium guy who is good in the air, who are we allowed to swear on this? Yes. Yeah, go for it. Okay. All right. So there's like that Dennis Rodman clip in um, the last dance and Gary Payton's talking about De- Dennis Rodman. And he's, like, he's the fuck shit up guy. And cause he just fucks up the other team's game plan. And like Yates is that a little bit, but he's probably better suited coming off the bench late and Sangari is a freak athlete who who can make things happen in that kind of traditional six role, especially if he's sitting next to another guy like a Danilo or, or a Mangala. And then I think once they're at full strength, I do think this team will will start to climb. Uh, but we're, we're just not there yet. But I don't think a result tomorrow is impossible either. So we definitely have to get into that. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's going to be a difficult <laughs> it's going to be a difficult game. Um I don't think Arsenal have gotten a, uh more than a point at City Ground since 2019. Um which is you know intimidating. Um yeah. Arsenal are coming back from uh their training in Dubai. They had a great result at Palace um or against Palace rather. Um I don't know that they played a 5-0 victory, but they got one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they were, you know, they were definitely the better side, but Palace, the wheels fell off at the end, and you know how that goes. Um, so, I, I don't know, what do you... That goes. <laughs> wheels so fall off you... at the end, you don't say. <laughs> yeah. We uh, we have our picks coming up after this. Um, we recorded mm-hmm. those already. Um, I mean, it's hard not to like Arsenal. I feel like the odds are kind of trying to, beg people to take Forrest at home. I think they're plus 600, maybe 650. Um, what are you thinking? Earlier, yeah. Yeah. I, it, it's, this is the thing where it's like, I will probably, you know, lineups come out an hour before the game. I will just, you know, depending on who's on the bench and who's actually healthy, that's going to really color what, you know, what I decide to do. But, but I, I do think uh, almost regardless of the lineup, I think Forrest will score and I think that they will concede. So, you know, I, I, I probably from like just a pure gambling aspect, I'd probably take, you know, probably parlay over two and a half and uh, parlay that with both teams to score. I don't know what that would churn out in terms of numbers, but it'd be plus money. And uh, I think that's a decent, a decent wager. And it, and if, if Taiwo's and uh, Elanga are, <laughs> Sorry. Don't. George, it's all good. Yeah. Um, be quiet. <laughs> um, if Taiwo and Olanga are available, even if they're on the bench and able to come on late, I think that's I think that's a problem uh, for for Arsenal because we Forrest will be content. I think to you know we love to counter. Forrest loves to play on the counter, and if we're able to like kind of just keep it keep it tight, keep it a one zero game, you know, down one zero. Um, but you know, play hard, compete, like make you guys work for it. I think we'll be able to bring on some subs late with pace, uh, and physicality, almost kind of like what you saw the first game of the year that they had that it was two nothing. And then it was magic as from Alanga and Taiwo just bombing down the field, 70 yards at full sprint. And Taiwo had that, you know, cut to the near post for that finish. And that I think that they can they can get people on the counter. They can get Arsenal on the counter, and I think we could if those guys are in. I think we could see some of that. If they're not even available, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough sledding. So we'll 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 have to wait an hour. But I plus six fifty is at home. Like it's I I will probably end up putting something on that. Maybe maybe it's a double chance for us or draw something like that. But. Um, I will, I will probably, I, I'm already like disappointed in myself for doing something stupid, but <laughs> because I know they're going to show Taiwo on the bench or, or, or Alanga on the bench tomorrow. And I'm going to be like, Oh, here we go. Like we got our magic man back. Cause Alanga has been great. You know, he's got 10 gold contributions already. And so if he's fit and able to help, then we're, he makes such a difference for the team. Taiwo too. So. I think we can. I think we can get something. I'll say. I'll say a draw. I'll say a two-two draw. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't hate that wager either. Um, I think 
like Arsenal definitely this game in particular just seems like one that they started slow. Like I, I was not at all impressed by Arsenal against Palace. I know they won five nothing, uh, but it was like two corner goals and a Palace team that basically had given up on their manager. Uh, they sh- they started showing Graham Potter like with thirty minutes left in the game. Uh, you know it's been fun having Roy back and they had a little resurgence there, but that team seems like it could be dead uh, if they don't get Potter in immediately. Um, I. I just looked that up. That's plus 117, what you said. I actually don't hate adding force to score the first goal. Uh, that's plus 451. That feels pretty nice. Um, they have been scoring. I mean, they, they had the Danilo goal against uh, – was that against Brentford? It was three minutes in. Um, I think I, I picked him to score. That was plus 450. I put, picked him to score in that Lovely game. Lovely finish. Yeah. So, yeah, beautiful. <laughs> so, I, I – I don't hate that either. So, yeah. you know, I, this team, like, they do have fight. And uh, I really – I love rooting for Forrest, even though it's, you know, it's not always easy. But they, they compete the way that I would want, a, a, you know, a, a team to compete. And I think I think if they get healthy, they're going to – I really thought they'd have a chance this year to finish mid-table. And the injuries – and they got off to a good start too, but the injury to Taiwo really kind of reset how Cooper was playing. He couldn't, I don't know if you just didn't trust certain guys uh, in a defensive role with a back four or what, it seemed like there was all kinds of problems going on at the end of his run. But this, this is the, the you know, the four, two, three, one was really what they were designed to play. That is what they're playing now. Um, and, you know, the guys are just playing out of position in that formation. If they get guys, you know, that they brought in in the summer and are able to contribute in the positions that we want them to, then we're gonna we're gonna be a problem. I think the second half of this year. I gotta ask because we didn't really talk about this uh, last time. Have you generally been doing well with Premier League picks? We the last like month or so have struggled. Um, I think because of the lack of consistency in games. Um, in terms of like festive fixtures was so much and then it was like nothing for 20 days for a lot of teams yeah um, and then there was that split up match week where it was five on one weekend five on the next and we struggled with that too um, so this was like our first back to back to back negative not too negative but negative weeks um, how have you been doing um <laughs> I, I feel like I go as forest goes you know because I always <laughs> I always I can't I'm an idiot and I can't separate my heart from my head and I always, or from my wallet. I wish I could just separate it from my wallet, but I always end up throwing a little bit on, on forest. And you know, when they beat Newcastle, you know, felt great. Felt great. And you're like, yeah, that's right. I'm smart. I got the hang of this thing. Um, but you know, the Brentford one hurt, you know, so I would say, yeah, I'm probably like you because there is something and I, I, I don't know if you guys run into this as, as Arsenal fans or not, but I get like kind of hyper focused on Forest more than I do. Um, it's kind of similar to the NFL where it's like I have if the Bears are on at noon or Forest is on at 9 a.m., I'm not watching it really anybody else. So I, it's hard to have like a feel week to week. When it's not like college football where I feel like I'm flipping around. I got a little I got a little taste and idea about everybody. I get kind of too zoned in. So I feel like I, I go in runs where it's like, all right, like I kind of know what this team is. And then this year with AFCON and like you said, the the break, like everything kind of fell apart. 
And then now it's January again, so there's going to be some movement. You don't know what that's going to be. So I, I think it's one of those spots where you I just kind of look for patterns and value. And right. I haven't been doing great, but it's like, all right, you know, bottom team playing okay at home. Let's maybe do a double chance and see if they can, you know, like that kind of a, kind of a strategy. But I can't say that I'm not good at gambling. I do it all the time because I don't really, nothing brings me joy. So I don't have any hobbies or I don't spend my money. I don't really go out anymore. I kind of just, my only discretionary income kind of is just like, this is a fun thing that I like to do and I'll just lose it. And that's kind of how I think about it. So I think we had uh forest and draw against United, didn't we Sam? We did. Mm-hmm. There you go. So that was, that was a good one. That was a bright spot in the last month or so, but yeah, yeah. it's been difficult. And I mean, just soccer in general compared to other sports, adding the draw into the mix just doesn't make anything easier. We, so we've we, also been just God awful. Like you, you kind of mentioned this. It's hard to make picks, right? Because it's so lineup dependent. Like there can just be a very good player that isn't playing. Like we, uh, we had, we had city first half money line against Newcastle. And we talked for 10 minutes about how Kevin De Bruyne was going to be like transformational in that team. Yeah. He just, and even more annoying, like he comes on and he is transformational. It's just, he didn't fucking play in the first half. So, right. Yeah. Um, so that, like, that oh, like the, us. the best midfielder in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna have an impact. But yeah, yeah. you're right. Like it, it is all about you know fitness and availability. And I I don't have numbers to back this up uh, either. I feel like home field advantage in the Premier League is a bigger advantage than any other sport. And I don't know if it plays out that way, but it feels like you know. Everton at Goodison Park is different than Edison any or, or um, Everton anywhere else. You know, like yeah. there's just some like they're just they get they get taller. You know, like they all like every team at home. I don't I, I don't know why it would be such a drastic thing, or even if it is, but it does it does feel that way at least. Yeah, when we had the EPL index on uh, a few weeks ago, they talked about how home field this year compared to all other seasons has been like exponentially more influential on results. Really? Okay. Um, so obviously, like that's a tail angle for us. Obviously, trying not yeah. to take away teams as much. Um, but yeah, you know, trends like that, like it, it does feel very much so this season when teams are at home, they're just playing significantly better than they normally do. And, and same thing for the and that applies to the bottom three teams too. Mm-hmm. They're they're kind of dangerous at home if you're if you don't come ready to play. Like you're going to be in a fight. Like those teams aren't good. Like I think the three teams that went down last year are better than those bottom three teams this year. But there's just like there's just something about going on the road to these teams. Like they're 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 tough places to play in the Premier League. And it just doesn't I, I don't understand why that is, but it's like you if you had those numbers guys on EPL index or whatever they are. Yeah. I guess I guess that's true. Last thing I'll say um about the game coming up tomorrow. Um one, nice that we have a game at two thirty on a Tuesday. That's gonna help us get through the work week all the rest of them. Right in um, the right in the middle of my live show. Oh, that's tough. Brutal. Yeah. But that's yes. Tough. Normally, yes. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I feel like, especially with the uh, like physical um, forward strikers, um, Saliba's just been getting better throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Um, Holland wasn't really an issue for him. 
And I know Tywo had some success in the first game of the season, but I feel like if I had to pick somebody to neutralize him, I know, you know, like you said, he could be coming on late um, when they have some tired legs, but I, I do like Saliba and Gabrielle's chances against him. Um, if that's the X factor you're looking at. Totally. Look at you guys are Arsenal and we're Forest, right? <laughs> like you guys have good players. We're trying to find our way. That's just kind of the way it is. And our good players are injured. So yeah, like I nine, you know, nine out of ten or whatever. Yeah, but I, we're looking for you know a few moments of brilliance, and that you guys, you guys can have seventy five percent or eighty percent of the ball. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. And we'll just understandable. You know, we'll we'll try to just play, you know, good defense and. And then hit you on the counterattack. And I, I do think, you know, while while your center backs are are great, there is something where it's like our guys might just be faster, you know. <laughs> like so, if we're hitting you on the counter, we're going over the top, or we're be, trying to beat you to a spot. Like some at some point, athletes are just athletes. Like we're not asking them to make like beautiful, messy soccer kind of kind of plays. So we're just being like, go run faster than them and get on the end of that ball. Yeah. You know, and I think that there's they'll have chances to do that. I mean, there's totally a chance where sitting like we just talked about lineups and uh, Partey just uh, Arteta said he's not going to play. Rice is a uh, night before test, and so is Gabriel. So we could be you know not limping good. out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but that's all we got. Um, anything? Uh, there's obviously a huge weekend of football. Uh, anything you got coming out this week that uh, you want to plug? <laughs> Well, I, I I was wondering how you guys are feeling about the window. You guys say like Arteta says like we're one of the thinnest teams in in the league, but we're not doing anything. We couldn't find any business. Like, are you guys disappointed to hear that? Or one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I'm disappointed. Um, but it really everything I heard from people that are respected in the space, um, was that nothing would happen if we didn't sell anybody and we didn't seem to be pushing to sell anybody. I feel like the guys that I would be cool with letting go are people that the club isn't necessarily cool with. Like I think Eddie and Kedia is like not going to be a contributing factor in any title push or champions league run. Like I, I just kind of over the guy. This is, this is a discussion I've had. I got to, you guys know who Za is my coworker. We do. He's a giant Arsenal fan. Sure is. You know who he has his, not for this window, obviously, but when we were talking about this earlier in the fall, he wanted Taiwa. Like, I, I, wow. I think that's what Arsenal is missing. Like a, mm. like a true nine, physical, big. Uh, I, I really think that if Taiwa could stay healthy, he's a guy they could sell for 60, 70 million because he has all those attributes. When he's healthy, he, he puts goals away. He got off to a great start this year. And he is just – he's more of a presence out there than in Katia. And I do think that that's something that is missing um, missing for you guys. Yeah, I think it was a window where, like, expectations are kind of getting tapered. I, I think, like, Arteta and Edu kind of, like, got together and it's like the title challenge may be over. Uh, let's make a deep push in Champions League and reload. Uh, but, like – if Declan Rice gets hurt or like Saliba gets hurt, like we're actually fucked. Like it's not like there's zero depth at all, uh, and that hurts. That'd be a real shame. <laughs> it would be a real shame. Yeah, it would. Uh, yeah, right, but score predictions. Yeah, score predictions for me. Um, I'm gonna go three-one Arsenal. I'll do the same. I like that. 
I don't like that at all. I don't <laughs> like it at all. Uh, I'll say I'll, I think it's I think it's going to be two two. Like it. Yeah. Goals, 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 maybe. baby. Yeah, we're everybody's on the over. Yeah. yeah, maybe we could maybe we could sprinkle on all those score predictions for like plus <laughs> eleven to one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're looking for value. Both teams to score. I I, I swear though, like I, I'll I'll have to like I'm going to be talking shit if Forrest uh, if the lineup is healthy, uh, especially because you know Zaw will be in the office. Uh, we have another guy, Nikki Smokes, who recently adopted Arsenal. Like I'm in the mood. I'm in the mood to talk shit. And okay. this, I haven't been able to do it with any of my teams. I don't know. Since the Cubs in 2016, everybody has sucked. <laughs> so I am in the mood for, I will be insufferable on the, on the internet if Forrest <laughs> find a way to win that game tomorrow. So I hope that happens. And you guys will catch shrapnel. Promise. Anyone, <laughs> you guys will catch some, some ricochets for sure. Deservedly so. Well, I'm not looking forward to it if that's the case. But, yeah. um, It'd be a real we'll shame just, if Declan Rice couldn't go. Great player, world class player. Would be a real shame if he couldn't that go. Would suck. Hopefully, hopefully, hey, that's me knocking on wood for your boy. <laughs> I guess we'll see. Um, but looking forward to the game. Thanks again for coming on, Chief. Um, anything you want to promote out there for any of our listeners? Yeah, we got you know all of our you know our Barstool stuff, the mid show, dog walk. We had a guy on today. This will air tomorrow where he wants to uh, – he's an extinctionist. He thinks everybody should just basically stop procreating, and that's what's best for the planet and humanity somehow. So, you know, that kind of – we get into weird stuff besides sports. So if you guys – that's that'll be out there tomorrow. But, yeah, I just like coming on talking talking ball with you guys. So thanks for having me. Hell yeah, man. Hot seat me. I- <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks again. Um, and – We will have our picks coming up right after this. So if you're listening, stay tuned. Uh, See you, Chief. See you, boys. Have a good night. Okay, so you just heard our interview with Chief from Barstool Sports. um, And now we're here with the rest of your picks for this midweek match week. Um, We're on a match week 22. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. So you heard us talk enough uh, with Chief about this Forest Arsenal matchup. Um, definitely like Arsenal. Uh, we'll see if that ties into any of our picks. Next, we got Luton Brighton. We're going to kind of fire through these because we're on a time crunch. Um, but listen, you will have your picks. Do not worry. Um, Luton Brighton. Uh, we're at Kenilworth Road. Luton are only plus 360 against a far better Brighton side. That seems fishy. Yeah, um, I think Brighton, every time we back them, have kind of failed to deliver. Uh, but I do kind of like them in this spot. I'm kind of falling in the trap. I think Luton's magic kind of starting to run out, um, and we've seen that. Uh, and I think it kind of manifests in this matchup specifically. Uh, I think Brighton probably take care of business, but God, it doesn't feel good. Um, Luton thoroughly don't... outplayed by Burnley. Maybe it's just, what what are they if this is at Brighton? Plus Ooh, minus 600. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Plus 360, I guess, just being at Kenilworth Road. I don't know. That's just a worrisome number. Then we have the weirdest line uh, of the week, I think. Um, Fulham plus 145 at home against Everton plus 195. Um, I think it's not really debatable that Everton have been playing better ball. Um, well,. Fulham 
Now, both teams only have one win in their last five. Fulham more recently. But I just feel like I've liked what I've seen from Everton more. And But this line suggests it's Fulham. And uh, just fact-checked, Iwobi and Bassey remain at AFCON, despite Nigeria getting knocked out. So I, I guess stay away. Yeah, I mean, it felt good to me. Uh, when I saw the number, I assumed Iwobi would be back. Um, and it's obviously Everton revenge spot. That kind of feels nice. He's probably Fulham's one of their best players, if not their best player. Um, I don't know. I guess Paulinho is going to dominate the midfield. That's that's the expectation. I, I don't really understand a path where Fulham win this game. But, God, Everton have been bad to us recently. And it's hard to like see through that. Yeah, I don't really know what direction to go. Maybe a double chance somewhere, but without those two players, I'm kind of in the dark. So we'll come back to it. Um, team I do like is Crystal Palace. Really? Okay. Crystal um, Palace home to Sheffield, uh, and Palace are minus 175, which kind of feels like a warning from Vegas that Sheffield's this isn't their day. Palace, uh, you know, big alive spot maybe. Graham Potter uh, at that game against Arsenal. Um, you know, they're not saying for sure if he's taking over, but things seem like he's probably going to take over at some point. Um, I don't know. I, it does seem like a get-right spot if players are thinking the manager's gone. It's the new manager bump without the new manager. So uh, I, I definitely could see that happen. Sheffield just been not a good side, um, and there's a lot of data that supports that. So Palace won one game in their last five. Sheffield have not won in a while. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I do like Palace in this spot. Um, minus 175 feels like a fair number. You know, they, Palace aren't that good, but Sheffield are really bad. I think Palace, that game against Arsenal specifically, I mean, they were god-awful. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's a complete teardown spot. Uh, you know, just not even, we didn't play well. That's fine. We're going to be at home. We'll figure it out. Agree. Then we have Villa hosting Newcastle. This looks like it's all Villa. Newcastle just aren't good. And I'm tired. Like I, I tired of them getting respect anywhere besides when they played home. Uh, so their last, their last eight prem matches, they've only beaten Arsenal. I think so. Nice. Um, <laughs> nice for us. Um, yeah, no, they're not. I, you're right, and it's not at St James Park. They're not a good side. So, minus one fifteen. When Aston Villa are at their home park, they're a very good side. So I feel like, I feel like this is all Villa. Um, and kind of just a teaser. I love Villa and Palace double chance at plus money. Villa money line, Palace double chance at plus money. That is that's good stuff. We like that. Um, do we think Kieran Trippier is going to be in the match day squad? Supposedly, Newcastle and Bayern Munich in deep talks. Do we think he'll be there? I, I don't think it really affects the angle of the game, but uh, I think it kind of matters. No, my sources told me that the talks were done. Just not happening. We're done. Okay. Yeah, there was no traction after after a while. I think Newcastle's price tag was too steep. Instead, I've actually heard Almiron could be on the way out. 
Yeah. Okay. Interesting. But I, I think Trippier does play. Uh, I think that, I think that's squashed. Um, Harry Kane got his bloke, Eric Dyer, and doesn't need another English speaker. So, um, I think everything's fine there. Either way, I like Villa. Checks and then out. we have Tottenham hosting Brentford. Brentford with like one of the weirdest transfers. They just, um, they just signed the Norwegian guy, the right wing that was like a lot of people loved him. Um, let me just his name's escaping me. Yeah, th- this number's strange. Uh, don't you think? I, I feel like Spurs minus one sixty. That's way short of what you would think. Are are people just giving Brentford way too much credit for success they've had in past seasons, or is this just a rat line? I honestly not sure. Uh, so they signed Antonio Nusa, who a lot of Arsenal fans wanted to be Saka's backup, but he is. Um, it's a thirty million deal. I didn't know Brentford spent thirty million. Maybe they're expecting someone big to be sold this summer. Um, <laughs> but I think it's exactly that player. Uh, I think it's a reaction to Tony. Um, I think people were impressed with that result against Forest um, in a kind of bewildering game um, when they lost three two, and we had forest that was that was a heartbreaker um so i think it's just tony reaction i feel like with tony they did look different and he looked really good i was kind of shocked at how good he looked um yeah i i think with tony vegas just thinks they're a different team which i wouldn't necessarily disagree with after what i saw but i need a bigger sample size right um and and i is Sun still not back? Is Madison back? I don't think Madison's back yet. He's I think going Madison to will play. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, with Madison back, I, I feel pretty confident going with Spurs in this spot. Um, I mean, I, I thought Brentford were fine, but I thought Forrest had a lot of success in that game. Um, and I thought they were pretty unlucky to not get a result. Um, and Spurs, you know, they're kind of rounding into form. Uh, and adding Madison, Madison was probably one of the best players in the Prem uh, before he got injured. So uh, that's a huge win for them. Yeah. Can we get our producer on that? Make sure Hungman's son's not back. He, I do I do think I saw Madison will play. Um, but I, even with just Madison, I, I think that's a fair point. I'm, I'm happy to, to jump on this. Minus 160. I feel like that's good value for especially at home Tottenham could use a W right I mean they're three points off of second I mean Arsenal Villa City tied for second City with a game in hand um also do you think Pep like or City in general grease some pockets to make sure they always have a game in hand I feel like every season it's like well City have a game in hand so we'll just see what happens there it seems like they always have a um, they always have more competition, so it just leads to them just having games in their back pocket. But it is incredibly frustrating when they just always have those games in their back pocket. Yeah. Um. So I get it. Not 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 good stuff. Um. Trying to figure out. Trying to have our producer figure out if he's going to be playing. So, but you can move on. I'll, I'll come back to it. Who? Son or son. Um, <laughs> did you know who South Korea's manager is? No. You want to guess? 
No, I can't even begin to. <laughs> Is it someone someone that I'm familiar with? You sure are. Oh man. Uh no, I got I got nothing. Um You're, give me a Jurgen Klinsman. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> Ugh. That's terrible. Um it very much seems like this game, uh, this tournament is still going on. So, I one day ago, the Athletic wrote Jurgen Klinsmann, South Korea, struggling to impress his public patience worse than. So I, I don't expect him to be back two days from now. Sounds like Jurgen Klinsmann to me. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> all right, we gotta keep pushing through. Um, all right, City host Burnley. Yes, yeah, City minus two and a half, maybe. Um, I don't know if Holland's back, but maybe do we take De Bruyne to get an assist? Yeah, oh I mean anything God. anything with guess, De Bruyne sounds sounds good to me. Um, guess what the value is at De Bruyne to get an assist? Oh, I've never God. seen a line like this. I've never seen a line like this. <laughs> Minus one eighty. I look exactly. It up. Yep, we start. <laughs> um. I don't know. I, I mean, I think there's value kind of picking out a goal scorer in this game, but I think we've sworn off that angle. Um, we have, for sure. So th- that's my only problem. I would say Holland is playing because he is under to score assist. He's minus 400, so great value there. Um, minus God, 400 to score or to assist? score or assist. Love that. Basically, um, the entire city team is minus money to score or assist. Um Besides Kovacic, Rodri. Rodri's not a bad shout to score assist, plus 130. Um, yeah. But, I, I mean, I'm not interested in it, so. All right. Um, well, I don't I don't feel like there's any value in anything. It's going to be all city unless we look at minus two and a half. Three-way spread for Liverpool is definitely something I'm interested in, though. Um, Liverpool hosts Chelsea, first Premier League game um, since the Klopp announcement at home. Against Chelsea, um, Chelsea are plus four fifty. I feel like that's just like angled towards idiot betters who are like, "Oh, Chelsea, they're a big team." Um, Liverpool minus one is same thing as minus one and a half. Uh, it's plus one fifty. That's where my head's at. Yeah, I um, I like that. I like Liverpool first half money line minus one hundred five. Uh, that feels right. I just think this Chelsea team, just a bunch of losers. I feel like Liverpool will absolutely demolish them. Um, could just be like a game where Liverpool is 70% of the ball, uh, and that would be very believable to me. I'm tired of the Cole Palmer stuff as well. Um, he's fine, and that's that's okay. He scores pens. That's also fine. Can, can we all chill out, um, people comparing him to Saka and stuff? Grow up and watch a few games. Um, tired of it. Cold Palmer. I think you're mistaken. This is oh, for sure. Cold Palmer. For sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is all Liverpool. I, I don't have much analysis, um, especially with our time crunch here, so I apologize. But I feel like between the passionate fans, um, even without Salah, uh, they've got Van Dyke. You know, what? like Jota is on a tear Nunez scored two goals in his last game um quick embrace debate uh is Jota a top three finisher in the league um maybe 
But that's more that's more condemning the league than like praising Jota, I think. If that makes sense. Yeah, you Sam has made the point to me multiple times how it's just a bad era for strikers. Um and I, I think that's pretty fair analysis. I, I think when you really like sit back and think about it, uh let it mar- let that take marinate a little bit. I think it ages pretty well. I concur. All right, and then we have West Ham Bournemouth. No idea what to make of this. Um I almost think they want us to take West Ham, which I I'm not privy to. I uh I think there's goals in this game. Um Is it time that, to go back to the well? I it could be. I I mean Bournemouth like as bad as they were in that Liverpool game, you can really say like they played well for a large period of that game. They played a 2-0 loss. Yeah. I think. Uh and then the wheels came off. I th- I think 4-0 is very humbling. That makes me think it's almost a Bournemouth buy spot. Um because I feel like they played better than like that result indicates, and I bet a lot of money's on West Ham, um, just because people think West Ham is naturally better than Bournemouth. Uh, Kudus, I think. Not sure if Kudus is back. I think we've talked about a lot. You know, like th- this is probably a good buy spot for Bournemouth. Uh, I think they've, you know, they kind of like fell off a little bit. I thought they played better in that Spurs game where they lost as well. Um, but you know, Spurs and Liverpool, it's a pretty tough two game stretch, uh, and would not surprise me if they get points off West Ham, but I, I expect goals in this game. Give me uh one minute on, uh, Calvin Phillips to West Ham. I mean, um, I hope he doesn't play again. Like, I don't know. I like, where is he going to play in that team? Next to Prowsey. Um, he said his, he said the. I saw an interview where he was like asked by the West Ham social admin, like his favorite thing he ever won or most proudest achievement. And it was, he said champions league. I want somebody to like, if a producer (laughs) could let me know how many minutes he played in that champions league run, I would really appreciate it. Um, That's crazy to me, but whatever, go, go team, I guess, whatever. Um, Anyway, we're really high on Calvin Phillips, clearly. Uh, I was when City signed him way back when, but then he never played again, and I struggle to believe that helps a player's confidence. Uh, people are buying Man United as we speak. Their odds just went down, um, and they are playing Wolves on the road, plus 145. That feels like a trap, too. Yeah, give me Wolves. Um, I think Wolves are a different animal at home. And I feel like every single big game that they have, they come and deliver. Uh, it's a Thursday night standalone game. I think they probably maul Man United, uh, a team that hasn't looked good in a while and struggled with Newport County fielding their best team. Uh, very not serious United team. Going to a Wolves team that wants this one, I'll take Wolves all day. Um, and yeah, that's where I'm at. I do not hate it. Um, Neto might be back. Neto assist is plus 250. Yeah, I mean, I could see just... uh, I could see Neto just absolutely working them. Um, And you know they're susceptible to the cutback. I could definitely see Neto picking a few of those out. I'm willing to, to look at... To score or assist. And Wolves win. It's not a bad shout. 
he's huge for that team. Um, and, and they don't have, unfortunately, they don't have to score or assist in same game parlay option. It's just its own thing. I hate it's that. Cool. Neto is plus one thirty to score or assist. I don't hate that by itself, honestly. Um, could be a fun one. Thoughts on uh, Wang probably won't be back for this game, correct? He's not. He's yes. Not. My um, only issue is we have been so bad about calling people coming back from injury and then just assuming they're going to start. Yes. Um, so is there any reason for us to feel worried about United in this game? What do you mean? Like Marcus Rashford, maybe not playing little scandal there came out. He's available for selection. Ten Hag addressed it internally. So happy about that for them. Okay. Um, (laughs) Listen, they got a get right spot the other day against Newport County. So I think they're, I think they're fine. Um, I don't mind. I don't know that Wolves definitely win. That's why I like Neto to score assist because he's going up against uh, their left back. Is Luke, is it Luke Shaw right now? I don't think so. Yes. It is? Is he healthy? Yes. I think so. Unless unless he got injured recently. I mean Wolves in draws minus one ninety five. That feels that feels really good. Um I just don't see United going and getting three points in a standalone game. Alright, well we have to get right. So let's see if we have room for it. Okay. That's fine. All right, so my first one is what I said earlier. Um, it's Villa, Moneyline, Palace, and Draw, plus 111. I'm willing to throw City on there just because. <laughs> what does adding City do to it? Nothing. You got to wonder. You got to wonder. 114, I imagine. Um, I like, and this one's annoying. Are but we I, cool with that one? Yeah, that works. I, I'm I'm down with that. We we can leave plus City one out. plus one thirty five with City. Oh, okay. All right, then let's do that. That's great. Okay. City um, moneyline, Villa moneyline, Palace and draw. Good stuff. Um, I have Brighton over two and a half, Arsenal moneyline plus one twenty. Um, Luton, as like annoyed as I am with them, they score goals and they're susceptible to giving up goals as well. Uh. I'm- I'm so cool that feels that. good to me. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Okay. Um, let's do... I'm cool to get all over Liverpool here as well. Um, yeah, I like the first half money line and minus one and a half as well. Um, For some reason, my I guess because of where the public money's going, minus one and a half has better value than minus one, even though if it's minus one, it settles on handicap draw, not as a push. So I think people are just stupid. So if you go down to two-way home spread, it's Liverpool minus one and a half is plus one fifty-six. Yeah, I have that written down. It's okay. It's good stuff. Um, okay. Yeah, that, that's that's got to be a part of it for sure. Um, how do you feel about Liverpool first half money line? Um, it's it's kind of a hedge against like us doing like two units on minus one and a half. Uh, I would be very shocked if they're not winning going into halftime. Um, how about that with Tottenham or Tottenham and draw? Well, I got my next pick is Palace money line and Spurs money line, and that's plus one fifty five. 
Tottenham and I'm I'm okay with that, but um Liverpool halftime and Tottenham double chances plus one thirty. Okay. I don't think Tottenham lose. They could draw, but Yeah, I don't think they do either. Um Alright, so do we feel that confident in Palace where we would have them twice? Uh, that feels like pretty generous. So maybe I maybe... don't. As I didn't even. I like their money line for the odds' sake, but I I just don't trust them as a good team. Yeah, the, I mean they they probably don't deserve that. Um, Happy to have their double chance. That's it. Do we feel like? Do we feel like a Villa Newcastle under three? Do we feel like a three and a half under parlay? Like kind of back to our roots. I feel like Villa Newcastle. That's one. Where it's under three and a half is minus one seventy two. That kind of feels good. And what then about that and Wolves. I was gonna say Wolves double chance. Also, is uh, no. I was gonna say that and Wolves United under three and a half. Okay. But if you want to do Wolves double chance, I'm cool with that just as well. I just think under three and a half United have been one of the one of the teams that we go to their games. Hmm. Um. Can you just can we just look real quick at some of their scores recently? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Wolves Brighton zero zero is their last game. Wolves three nil versus Everton. Just checking some of their games. United two two Tottenham two one lost to Forest three two Villa, but then two nil 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 three nil two one one nil three nil one nil. Lately, it's a bit of an anomaly, but otherwise, United have been very good under three and a half. Okay, all right, I'm I'm cool with that. That that's that's pretty good. Uh, that's plus one twenty eight. Um, all right, let's do that, and then let's go back to the well. There are freaking cherries, and fuck West Ham. <laughs> wow. Okay, I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. Um, I do think I do think it's asking you to take West Ham. Um. Yeah. So it's I, at I, West Ham, and they're only plus. They're only point three zero, like in terms of metrics above where they're valuing Bournemouth. That doesn't make any sense. It's true. That is some suspect math. I I do agree with you. Um. All right. So we have. Gosh. All right. So we are liking being back to ten games. My goodness. Um. We have one, two, three, four, five. We had six picks. Um, That's fine. I kind of like all of them. Um, wouldn't hate to do a two unit on one of them, but uh, here we go. Uh, we got Liverpool minus one and a half. That's plus 156. We have Liverpool first half money line minus 105 with Tottenham double chance. I forget what the odds were on that. I don't have it right now. Plus that. 130. Plus 130. Um, then we have Brighton. Over two and a half, Arsenal money line plus one twenty. Then we have City money line, Villa money line, Palace double chance. That's plus one thirty five. We have Bournemouth money line plus one seventy five, and then we have Wolves under three and a half, Newcastle under three and a half. That's plus one twenty eight. Um, do we want to? No, that feels that feels right. I like that. Do it. I'll let you pick the second unit on any of them. Okay, we're two and zero oh in two unit plays. <laughs> um, I just really like Liverpool first half money line. Um, by itself, 
I mean, I'm I'm good to do it with Tottenham double chance. I mean, uh, it would be it would be pretty shocking if Brentford got all three points at Spurs. So let's do it. Plus one thirty times two. That could be that could yield two point six units if hits. Yeah. Um. Okay. All right. So those are our picks and our preview. Yep. Um. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed the interview with Chief, a uh, longtime friend of the podcast. Getting in early, as they say, um, because our stock is quickly rising. We got some big stuff in pl- uh, in play, in store, rather. Um, so keep your eyes peeled. But as always, if you're new here, uh, please share the podcast, uh, rate or review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, um, and provide feedback over Twitter or Instagram. Um, got to get that Instagram going. We'll get to it in time. Uh, but thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. See ya.